God bless all you guys. Hey, I just want to thank you so much for listening to these episodes, these messages that God's placed in my heart. I just want to take a short, quick time here just to let you guys know about our ministry's YouTube channel. Uh, you know, it just really mean a lot for you guys to go ahead and click the link in the description. If you guys haven't already, go ahead and click that link. Go ahead and subscribe. Turn on the notifications. That way you guys can see when we go live. Hallelujah. And that you'll be able to see when we put out any new content, anything that God's placed on my heart, I upload to YouTube. So if you guys could go ahead and join us by subscribing to our ministry's YouTube channel, that would help us out a bunch in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much again, guys, for listening uh, you know, to these podcasts. It really means a lot to me. I pray you're blessed by them. And without further ado, let's go ahead and let's get right back into this next episode. Bless all you guys. Thank you so much for joining and listening to these podcasts. You know, I'm really excited for what God is doing in this hour and in this time that we're living in. And uh, I just wanted to talk to you guys underneath this title for just for a few moments. God sees the wickedness. And I want you guys to go within with with me into the scriptures. And I want to actually show you into the scriptures a couple times where you see that God actually sees the wickedness and that wickedness actually comes up before God. So in the same way that our prayers come up before God as a sweet smell and aroma, the Bible teaches us that also the wickedness that we do also comes up to God. So I want you guys to see this in Jonah chapter 1 verse 2. The Bible says, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. See, you have to understand that Nineveh was a city that was living in wickedness. It was living in sin, and it was not living right before the eyes of God. So, all of a sudden it says that their wickedness has come up before me. Meaning, the wickedness that they've been doing down on the earth has come up before the throne of God in the heavens. So, this is what's important. You have to understand that God sees every bit of wickedness and every wicked intention inside of our hearts, you know, which is internal. But He also sees the outward manifestation of the wickedness, just like He saw in that great city, which is called Nineveh. Okay? So, I want you guys to understand that everything that you do, God sees. And I want you to get that into your heart. Everything that you do, God sees it. He sees your response to what happened, you know, whatever circumstance that you're going through, whatever someone said to you. He's watching to see if you're offended. He's watching to see if you retaliate with anger. And the Bible says, do not repay evil with evil. For God is the judge. God is the one who gets the final say. He is the one who will take care of the person who repaid evil to you when you paid good to them. God is the one who is watching from heaven above. Hallelujah. So I want you to see this. I'm going to show you another example in the scriptures. God gets a message and a report from the earth. And I want you guys to understand that there's a, you know, there's a place in the Bible that's called Sodom and Gomorrah. And I know there's many people that are familiar with it, but if you're not, Sodom and Gomorrah was also a great city full of sin. 
you know, they they um, had the spirit of homosexuality going through their city to where the men were sleeping with men and, you know, exactly what homosexuality is. And we see that this is what's happening on the earth. So God gets a message and a report from the earth and they the angels, they report the wickedness in Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis chapter 18, verse 20 through 21. The word of the Lord says, and the Lord said, because the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great and because their sin is very grave. I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the outcry against it that has come to me. And if not, I will know. So you have to understand that there's a report that comes to God. But this report is so bad that God himself says, wait a minute, this cannot be like, you know, I got to check and see this for myself. Let me check this out. So the Bible says that he goes down himself. And he sees for himself what is happening in Sodom and Gomorrah. So you have to understand that there's an outcry against the city because it was so wicked. So God had to see for himself. So what happened was the Holy Spirit, the messengers, which are the angels, they reported to God what was happening in that city, the wickedness. And then God got word and then God had to go down and see for himself because that city was operating in so much wickedness that God had to go and see. And he said, if not, I will know if what the angels have reported to me is not true, then I will know. Okay, so this is very important because God sees the sin. God does not miss one sin that happens in your life. Now, I'm not trying to you know, put emphasis on sin or wickedness, but I'm trying to let you know and give you a warning that God sees the wickedness and God sees the sin. Even when you see yourself, when you're by yourself and you're behind a closed door and you sin, God is in the midst in that sin. God is with you in that time and he sees you from heaven. Even though your neighbor can't see you, even though your spouse can't see you, even though your pastor is not there, even though you're fooling everybody else in the church congregation or whoever is your neighbor, hallelujah. I'm trying to explain to you guys, God sees everything and he does not miss a thing. And he's and he's a he's a rewarder of those who are faithful. He's a rewarder of those who walk and live in the integrity. Meaning integrity is that, you know, it's what you do when nobody's watching. So if you remain the same when nobody's watching as you do when people are watching, then you have integrity. Holy Spirit, this is a character you know, this is that you have to understand. This is about character building and character shaping and molding. That you are a a man of integrity or a woman of integrity that does the same thing what they do behind closed doors in the open. So, and the thing is, I want you guys to understand that as I'm teaching you this message, whatever hidden sin that you have in your life, I want you to give it over to God. 
I want you to repent and ask God to forgive you because it's hidden from man. Yes, the earth cannot see it. Yes, it's true. But God, God sees everything and he's the only one that matters who sees. It doesn't matter if your neighbors see. It doesn't matter if the people on earth see. But all that matters is if God sees. And we're here for God. We're not here for man. We're not here to please man. For if we were here to still please man, then we could not live and work for God. So we're not here to please man, but we're here to work and live for God. How do you live for God? By living in right standing in holiness, living in righteousness, living without sin, walking in integrity, living in your integrity on when you're in behind closed doors that God sees you that you do not dabble in sin, that you don't act a certain way behind closed doors than you do outside in the open. This is very important for you guys to understand. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So I want to give you another example. That God saw the sin of the Israelites in the wilderness while Moses was on the mountain. So Moses, in this time, the Israelites were just freed from slavery in Egypt. Hallelujah. And all of a sudden, Moses goes up the mountain to go meet with God, and he tells the people to stay there, but don't go on, don't go to the mountain because God himself is going to rest on the mountain, and the mountain itself was going to be set ablaze on fire, meaning that holiness was going to cover the whole mountain, and that anybody who was with sin, if they touched the mountain where God was standing, which is holy, they would die. So this is the this is the impact of holiness and and what the you know what God who God is this is his nature his nature is holiness Hallelujah. So Moses goes up to the mountain and he meets with God. Meanwhile, the Israelites are at the bottom of the mountain, not knowing what Moses is doing. So the Israelites begin to cry out to Aaron, who's like second in command. And they say, Moses has lost his mind. You know, we don't know what he's doing or where he's leading us. So let's go ahead. Let's build ourselves a golden calf. Let's make a calf molded out of gold and let's worship that. So Aaron says, okay, you know what? Have everybody give me all your gold earrings out of out of your ears, out of your men, out of your women, and then we will we will mold it together and we will make this golden idol. So watch. But as this is happening, Moses is a man. He doesn't know that this is taking place. Even though he's on top of a mountain, he can't see down because he's so far up the mountain. He can't see what the people are doing. But as Moses is speaking with God, all of a sudden, God says to them, listen, he says, this is what this is what this is what God says to Moses. God gives Moses the report that the people that the Israelites are sinning and doing wickedly while he is up the mountain. So he's revealing to Moses what's happening because because Moses is just a man. He can't see and he can't hear that far. But God is not man. So God is speaking with Moses. And at the same time as he's speaking with Moses, he's seeing the wickedness of the Israelites. So God keeps track of more than one person at a time. Amen. Hallelujah. Because God is God and he's not limited like man is. Go with me to Exodus chapter 32, verse 7 through 8. And the Lord said to Moses, Go get down, for your people whom you brought out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way which I commanded them. They have made themselves a molded calf 
and worshipped it and sacrificed to it and said, This is your God, O Israel, that brought you out of the land of Egypt. So notice, Moses is meeting with God. And God says, get down, go back down to the, go back down to the people for whom you brought out the land of Egypt. They are corrupting themselves and they're making themselves a molded calf and they worship it and they sacrifice to it. God is given the full report of the wickedness that's going on with the Israelites to Moses, who's the leader who God has commanded as being leader and put him as in charge of all the Israelites of the nation of Israel. Hallelujah. So God is revealing to Moses because why? Because God sees the wickedness. God sees it. It comes up to him and he does not miss one thing that's in our lives. That's why you can fool the world, but you cannot fool God. And I want to take you, Holy Spirit, I want to take you guys into a little bit deeper understanding of the importance of not living in wickedness. Because you have to understand that wickedness is of the devil. So you have to understand that wickedness and sin is belonging to the devil. So therefore, what belongs to the devil, the devil knows. The devil knows what belongs to him because it has like his, you know, engraving. It has his mark on it. So sin has the mark of the devil on it. So if you're living in sin, the devil sees you and he sees the target and he sees his, you know, his name, his tag on your life and says, you are a sinner. I see what you are doing. Therefore, I can afflict you. Therefore, I can come against you. Therefore, I can put sickness on your body. Why? Because you are carrying what belongs to me. And that has to do with sin. So in the same way that God can see from heaven above and see the wickedness, I'm not saying that the devil can see the same way, but the devil knows what belongs to him. And if you're living in sin, he can see the sin on the inside of you. Oh my goodness. And he can know that you are not living for God, but you are living in hidden sin. This is why it's so important that even the demons know when you have one of their brothers on the inside of you. Even the demons know that you are in sin because sin is a part of them as well. They recognize sin because that's what they are. They recognize sin because that's that's their nature. Oh my goodness. That's why the devil recognizes the sin because that's his nature. The devil is the father of lies. The devil is the murderer. The devil is the sinner. He's the, the number one sinner and it belongs to him. All sin belongs to the devil. Therefore, when you sin against God, the devil is not looking like man because the enemy is not a fleshly being. The enemy is a spirit being and he can see what's going on also in your life. If you have hidden sin in your life, it's not hidden from him because he's like, wait, that belongs to me and I see it. And therefore I see it in you. And therefore I know that you are in sin because you have a part of me inside of you still. 
This is why it's so important for the believer to live and walk in holiness because the enemy sees the sin. When a demon sees a sin inside of a minister, when the minister goes to cast out the devil, the demon will say, ha, no, I'm not fooled by you, but maybe the congregation might be fooled by you, minister. But I see the hidden sin that's inside of you that, you know, for example, you still struggle with lust. You still struggle with alcohol. You still struggle with these addictions. I still see that in you. And that's one of my brothers. So the enemy, so the demon literally says, that's one of my brothers. And then the minister goes to cast out the demon out of the person. And instead of the demon listening to the minister, because they're in hidden sin and living in wickedness, he says, no, I'm not going to leave. In fact, I'm going to bring even more and that they're going to cause even more affliction into your life because you're not walking right. But the world may not perceive it, but the demons, they see it and they recognize sin in your life. Holy Spirit. See, you have to understand this, guys. We're living in a spiritual battle. This is not a fleshly battle. It's not about who you fool on the earth. It's not, a, it's not about that. You got to look past that. It's about living right before God because God sees all wickedness and the devil himself knows what belongs to him. So if you're living in sin, he knows that you have a part of him still in your life. And therefore, if you have a part of him still in, in your life, therefore, he can have rulership over you. Because the word of the Lord says that those who are, uh, if that which you obey, you're a slave to that which you obey. And if you obey sin, then you obey the one who owns sin, and that is the devil. That makes the devil the ruler over you because you are submitting to that sin. But the Bible teaches us that, hallelujah, Jesus paid the price for us that we would not only be set free from sin, but that we could live out free from sin for the rest of our lives by the power of the Holy Spirit. And this is why I'm teaching you guys this, hallelujah, that God has given us the power by his spirit to overcome all sin and to overcome all temptation. Why would he do this? Because God understands that you're not in a battle in the earth realm. You're not in a battle in the works of the flesh. That's not what, you, it's not a physical battle. It's a, Holy Spirit, it's a battle between the flesh and the spirit. So you have the desire of the flesh, which is to sin, and then you have the desire of the spirit, which is to live holy because the spirit is holy. That's why he's called the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. See, you have to understand, guys. You have to understand that when Jesus came on the scene, he was the first man on the earth, holy and blameless and without sin because he was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born through a virgin who had never been touched by the world. Hallelujah. So when Jesus came out of his 40-day fasting and prayer, he came onto the scene and he began to preach the word of God. As he preached the word of God, the word of the Lord says that there was a man with an unclean spirit. So this unclean spirit belongs to the devil. As soon as Jesus saw the man, the Bible says that he commanded the unclean spirit to leave the man. And as the unclean spirit, before it came out, the unclean spirit replied to Jesus, because this is the demon, and he said, we know who you are. How does he know who he is? He looks like a man. His name is Jesus. 
He was born in, in Bethlehem. He lived in Nazareth. And now he is ministering in, in a synagogue. And this demon says, we know who you are. Why? Because in the spirit, the demon's perceiving that he is a man of God. He's a man not like any other man. He has no sin that can be found out. And he's holy because the Bible says that the demon says, we know who you are. You are the son of the living God, the holy one. Have you come to cast us out before our time? They already knew that because this man was walking in holiness and he had the Holy Spirit and he had no hidden sin that he carried all authority over the demonic realm because Jesus lived in his integrity. Jesus walked in purity and he walked in holiness and that's what separated him from the other preachers you know for example in that time that was to separate him from the other priests and other ministers of the law in that time that's why when the word of the lord says that as he commanded the demons to be casted out the demons began to cry out we know who you are but he commanded them to shut up so that they that the people on the earth would not know that he's the son of god but the demons saw that he was the son of god even before the people on earth knew that he was the son of god hallelujah See, this is a work and a battle in the spirit. You're not wrestling against flesh and blood, saints. You're wrestling against the spirits and principalities and rulers of darkness in the heavenly places. That's why holiness is so important, so that you can walk with authority. The Bible says that as Jesus commanded the unclean spirit to come out, the unclean spirit left the man, and the man was perfectly fine, meaning that the demon was casted out. Why? And that represented that he carried the authority over the demons because he lived in holiness. Hallelujah. So I want you guys to get this into your spirit. That even the people recognized that there was an authority that Jesus carried that the other priests and other chief priests did not carry or did not operate in because those chief priests and those priests and those ministers were still living in sin because they had not been washed by the blood of Jesus yet because Jesus had not died on the cross. Hallelujah. But we are living in the better days. Amen. We're living underneath the better covenant where Jesus paid the price for us, where he died on the cross so his blood washed us from all our sins. It cleansed us so we could be useful and ready to be a vessel clean. And then the Holy Spirit came and filled us so that we could be a temple of the Holy Spirit and that now we could no, we would no longer live for sin, but we would use our bodies as instruments of righteousness, living in the Spirit, walking in the Spirit, and living in holiness and in our integrity hallelujah in the name of jesus i pray you know this message has encouraged you guys you know i really want you to understand the importance of that god sees the wickedness god sees it all and like i like i mentioned before not only does god see it but the enemy recognizes what belongs to him so you're not even fooling the devil himself if you are living in sin i want to give you guys this opportunity to, to repeat this prayer with me. Hallelujah. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you forgive me of my sins. Jesus, I ask you that you enter into my heart in the name of Jesus. Father, I ask that you write my name in the book of life. Father, my life is yours from this day forward. I belong to you and I am yours in spirit, soul, and body in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, Help me to live 
for the Father for all the days of my life here on the earth. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Listen, if you just prayed that prayer, I want to encourage you guys to connect with us through our website. It's www.alimministries.com. And I'd love for you guys to send me a message, you know, saying that, hey, I just prayed that prayer. I just rededicated my life back to Christ, and I want to get connected with the ministry. I'd love to hear from you in the name of Jesus. I pray you guys all have a blessed day, blessed night, whatever time it is that you're listening to this message. Be encouraged and continue to walk in holiness and know that holiness is what produces the authority and power in your life. God bless you guys. I love you in Jesus' name.